to Supercoach HQ. My name is Adam Russell, and thanks for joining me once again for another edition of The Table. I'm joined by Josh and Shorty, as always. How are we this evening, fellas? Going nicely, mate. How are we, boys? Yeah, very well, thanks, guys. Yeah, I'm well as well. Thank you, guys. Um, Shorty, you, you, you brought in Gary Ablett last week to The Table, and it was a really good addition. It was probably pick of the year so far and really made up for... Mine and Josh's woes. Can you tell us a little bit about Gaz's game? Thanks, mate. It was bittersweet for myself. He polished off with a 189, I think it was. Just you know, kicked, did what Gary Ablett does. He kicked goals, had touches, won clearances when it mattered, and he just dominated. But uh, the bittersweet part was that I actually didn't bring him in that week. The plan was to bring him in this week. And um, while I was accepting and expecting a 150, that was well within my plans. He certainly outlasted that and potentially throw me uh, out with the bank situation, but I'm certainly hoping the advice last week got a few other people to trade him in, and I think quite a few did, so certainly went well for those who did, that's for sure. Yeah, now, Josh, I did mention we had a couple of uh, troubles with our blokes. You brought in Pierce Hanley, did get subbed off with a hammy. What are we going to do with Pierce now? Yeah, I had a stinker, mate, and... Hopefully nobody listened to me because you have to trade him, unfortunately. And he was such a such good value last week. Unfortunately, not much money to play with now. Yeah, well, I, I didn't do much better with, uh, myself with Dyson Heppel. He did have that 72. He's equal lowest score for the year. He suffered a heavy tag from, uh, I think it was Ben Jacobs of the Kangaroos. He played a really good game and was seen in the media votes for his role that he did on Dyson and, you know, I was I was a little bit disappointed, but from um from Heppel, he wasn't seen around the ball as much as I would have liked him. But hopefully, he can bounce back this week up against a a pretty good Port Adelaide side this Saturday night. But oh well, we're going to focus on this week. Shorty, why don't you kick us off? Who are you bringing to the table this week? No, I think so, mate. I'm bringing Jimmy Bartel to the table this week. Um, I think he's prime value. I reckon a lot of sides probably have their rucks covered, probably their midfield's getting really close, especially with Ablett last week. So I think the forward line and the back line is where it's at. And look, he's um, he's averaging 78, but don't even worry about that number. He had that five back in round three, subbed off early with the, I think it was medial ligament. His other scores are 19 round one when they got smashed by the Hawks. And he's come back as good as ever. I mean, who returns after such a layoff and gets 41 touches? I mean, it was outstanding. He scored 116 and 101, so it gives him about an average of 102 over the, the three full games. So, and I think, um, look, he's priced as good as he'd like. He's 466, break even of 60. He's not going to get any cheaper. The Cats need him playing well. Um, and, and plus, they're in contention for finals. So if you're scared about being the sub, which... The Cats have thrown some strange subs out there. Um, I wouldn't be too concerned because Bartel needs to play. He plays every role well, finds the pill so easily. And he's a consistent scorer. He's done this well in the past. And I think at 466,000, he's definitely one to, um, you know, bank on and potentially finish your midfield without having to spend too much to, you know, get a Deledio or something like that. So he's a pretty good option this week, guys. And uh, one I'll be hoping to bring in pretty soon. Yeah, most definitely. I'm glad that you touched on that. That sub situation has a little bit been a bit of a, a mystery down at the Cattery. We saw Stevie J get donned the uh, don the sub fest earlier in the year, but yeah, I do like Jimmy Bartel at his price, and we know his history. He's such an impressive, impressive pick, and the way he returned in 
in great fashion those 40 touches. How do you feel about him, Josh? Uh, I like him, mate, as a pick because, I mean, I, I, like a lot of others, had him at the start of the year and, of course, struck down by injury. No fault of his own. His, his body didn't let him down. It was that horrific knee injury. But um, I agree. The Cats have been notorious for resting players. I don't think that's an issue for Jimmy now that he's missed so much footy. He really has to play. Yeah, I don't think they can afford to uh, rest any players at this stage. They're still still in finals contention at this point, so I think they'll do whatever they can to win any of their games. But Shorty, you're a Cats man. Do you reckon, do you reckon there's a chance that he might get rested? No, I don't think there is, mate. I think, as you said, they can't afford to rest anyone, um, especially it looks likely we'll be up in the uh, finals race right to the final rounds. There's some crucial games, I think, from memory against Collingwood and Adelaide late in the piece. So you would dare say that we need to win those, and he'll definitely play. And like Sean said, um, such a layoff already. I don't think he'll um, need the rest. He should be fresh and ready for our sides. But that's my table, guys. I'm intrigued to see who you're bringing to the table this week, though, fellas. Yeah, well, I'm going to keep it on topic with uh, another boy down from Skills Stadium. It's going to be James Kelly, who I'm bringing to the table this week. We all know he's had a little bit of a injury troubles this season, but uh, unfortunate injuries, we could say, with that uh, that unfortunate ruptured testicle early in the year. But those are he also had that ankle injury. But those scores aside, he's he's doing quite well actually. He's very very consistent. You might notice, fellas, he's really that solid just between the 80s and the 90s. But last week he turned up and I. Really impressed by his scoring at a price of only three hundred and forty-three thousand dollars. He's a really handy pick you could bring in for a six or a seventh defender just to add a little bit of uh, versatility in your backline. So, how do we feel about him, uh, Shorty, being a Cats man? Do we like James Kelly? Yeah, absolutely love the pick, mate. I had him at the start of the year and right up into um, you know when he got the injury. Then, I mean, even worth the note that he was sub off and had 95 points on the board against the Tigers, so he was looking at a ton there as well. Um, you know, his scoring ability is pretty impressive. I think the main part being the consistency, I think, is that is the main thing that we get from James Kelly. He's had unlucky injuries, as you said. You know, blokes just jumping over his leg and getting caught underneath. So you would like to think that he's not um fragile but more so a fact he's been a bit unlucky so far this year and i think um touching on the same points as jimmy with the the cats and the sub i think he should avoid it and uh a pretty unique pick i would think yeah you touched on that 95 he scored up against the uh the tigers with that being subbed off at the testicle but even his 57 he had against north melbourne he was he was the starting sub that game and came in on the third on the third term and Still managed to notch up 57 points, so he can score quite largely in short amount, short amount of times, which is, is a credit to James. And Josh, how do you feel about uh, James Kelly? Uh, definitely, at his price certainly one to consider. I was just thinking, boys, a lot of sides got sucked into Cahoon from Port Adelaide and Brody Smith from Adelaide. Are we looking at trading these guys out? Perhaps for well, Kelly. He's almost- He's almost a get-out-of-jail card, I think, at this point, for someone that's scored so well when he has been on the field. And at that price, it's it's just a matter of maybe finding 50K just to, to get up from a, a Brody Smith or someone along those lines. I know I've, I've been troubled by Brody Smith, and I think I'd like to keep him. But if you've got someone like a, a Jake Lever or a Hamling still sitting on your bench, it's a really, a really easy option just to get a good score in at a, at a relatively low risk. 
You know, exactly right, mate. I mean, he's not going to be too much trouble for you. And a lot of people will have those players sitting on the bench. Um, Basher Hooley's dropping pretty quickly and rapidly at the moment. Um, he was on the table for me not too long ago. So not a great pick there, but probably those are two guys who are going to top off a lot of most people's defensive units this season, definitely. At least you're honest there, Shorty. I, I do admire that. Yeah, you've you got to own up to it when you get them right. <laughs> uh, own up to the ones you get wrong as well. So there you go. All right, boys, this week I'm bringing Brennan Goddard to the table. I actually brought him in last week for, in, a, in a conjunction with Gary Ablett, which I was stoked about. Now, BJ has scored 100 in his last two matches, and his price has plummeted because he scores only 30 against the Saints when the Bombers were hammered in round 14. Um, so his price is down to 440000 and he's only 20% of sides, which I thought he would be more, considering he's a mid-forward option. And, uh, boys, I'd like to hear your thoughts. Is it worth bringing in Bombers at this stage of the year, or do we look to other sides, perhaps, as we finish our teams? I might touch on it first as being an Essendon man myself. It's really hard to gauge where the side is at at the moment, to be honest with you. But I think someone of Goddard's leadership and his skill is someone that you'd really want out on the park and getting those big numbers. And we, he has done it this season. It's not like he's been immune to big scores. He scored 134, 135, just going back. You know, at his price, it's such a... An attractive price, only four hundred and forty grand for someone of his potential. I do like him, Shorty. How do you feel about him? Yeah, snap him up, mate. One of the tables of the year this week, boys. I reckon we've got three absolute bargains here and must have guys. I mean, Brennan got out of him from the start of the year. I'd, I'd love to see that Saints game because it just is hard to imagine him. You know, he de- he demands the ball. It's hard to imagine him getting so little of the pill, but. Uh, He's only blemish on what's been another very consistent and very good year, scoring-wise and football-wise. So, I mean, he's their best kick in their side, I would I would say. Um, one of the best kicks in the league. So, definitely one to have. He's been pretty good service for me, aside from that one week. So, I reckon, yeah, good pick there, Sean, and he's priced perfectly. Yeah, definitely. Just look, touching on that Saints game, I obviously saw it live and, you know, unfortunately for Goddard, it wasn't his best game. If if you got points for pointing your finger and shouting at your at your teammates, he would have tunned up, I reckon. But uh, unfortunately, <laughs> you don't for Brendan. So he only notched up the 30 games. So I think that's just a a bit of an outlier. I don't think he'd ever have that sort of stinker again. So I think at the consistent rate that he scores at, he's a really good pick, Josh. And yeah, that's the fact that he's bought, trading, yeah. The fact that he's bought him out from that, that game, it's perfect time to snatch him up at a break-even of only 51. So it's uh, just about time you jump on him before he spikes in price again. Yep, totally agree, mate. Yeah, that's it. I mean, if you've played the cards right for a few teams out there, the stars may well have aligned with a few of these premiums that I reckon are just about top six, seven, eight um, sort of players in their position, and all of a sudden they're boldening out after you know some poor games. I definitely think the stars could align for some teams and they get some great you know icing on the cake for their side with these players at a perfect price. Well, that's a good wrap, fellas. I think it was a bit of a midfield madness last week, but this week we've touched on some very good, viable forwards and defenders that you can bring into your side. Thanks again for joining us at the table. As always, be sure to jump on Supercoach HQ and check out the rest of the great content that the boys are posting. But uh, that's all from me. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Shorty. And we'll catch you next week when we're uh, joined at the table. 